Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everybody, welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. I am super, 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 super excited today because we have the lovely Ruby Rocks on our show. She's also from Vancouver, where I'm from in Canada, and she's got a pretty cool life. She's a entrepreneur all the time, always starting and doing great new things, but she also happens to have quite the following on social media because she's inspirational and just downright amazing. At 468,000 followers, every single thing that she posts inspires a lot of people, and we are so lucky to have her on the show. So thank you, Ruby, for taking the time to come on the show with us. How's your day? Thank you so much for having me, Brandy. I'm so excited to be here. My day's going great so far. I'm super excited to be here, excited to chat with you, and uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, you have done so much in your life. Can I ask how old you are? I just turned 35 last week. Oh, my birthday is my 35th in a couple months. That's awesome. Very cool. Hey, okay. <laughs> That's cool. So you have done so much in your life. What? How would you summarize all your incredible passions? Oh, my goodness. So I'm very lucky. I it's I'm very lucky to work for myself, and I sort of get to write the guidebook of my own career, which is awesome, but it certainly didn't start start out that way. I've had to put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. I worked really hard to get where I am today. Um, and it all started out with modeling. I, um, I became a model almost 15 years ago. I did a little bit in high school too, but really uh, took it to the next level probably about five years ago. And through that, my social media really started to grow. I started to get noticed and I got a lot more opportunities brought before me because of that. So through modeling, I've also gotten to travel. I've gotten to speak at conferences. I use my voice to encourage self-love, body positivity, um, and also to challenge mental health stigmas and to talk openly and honestly about the mental health issues that I have. I was diagnosed with depression as a teenager and anxiety, and it's something that I struggle with every day. And so I find talking about it openly and honestly to such a vast audience really helps me because I don't feel so alone when I talk about it. And it also helps me knowing that I'm helping others. So I really find it, I'm really lucky to be able to do what I do and to reach people the way that I do. Absolutely. I mean, you've been featured on Good Morning America, Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, and so many other news outlets. Yeah. Fighting cyberbullies, body shamers, all of that. Like, that's incredible. And I love that you step up and do that because a lot of us aren't confident enough in ourselves to even stand up for ourselves, let alone others. So that's so great. <laughs> well, I just find that, you know, I have this voice and I have this platform. And if I'm not using it to spread a message of self-love and accepting yourself for who you are every day and accepting our unique qualities instead of just trying to fit in with everybody else, then I wouldn't really be doing myself or anyone else any justice. So I really try to spread positivity wherever I possibly can. That's awesome. So let's, let's, let's rewind because you've done so many cool things in your life. I, I'd love to know what you were like as a child, what your big dreams were. Like, did you think your life was going to go the way it was going to go? Or were you <laughs> thinking you wanted to be a firefighter or something like that? <laughs> well, actually, when my mom first asked me what I wanted to be 
when I grew up, I wanted to be a dog. And then I wanted to be a fire truck, not a firefighter, a fire truck. <laughs> but I never, ever thought that what I would like, I would be doing what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of in my life, I tend to get a little bored with doing the same thing over and over again, obviously. So I have done everything from cooking and being a chef. I took uh, events marketing in in at BCIT. I, uh, I was a preschool teacher for a long time. I also worked with special needs children, uh, kids with autism, things like that. Um, I never really thought where I'd end up where I was for multiple reasons. Uh, my grandmother was a model in her days too. And she always told me how terrible of a business it was. <laughs> so to stay away from modeling, um, but I, I, once I started doing it, I really realized how much I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I think also the industry has changed quite a bit from my grandmother's day. <laughs> yes. Then <laughs> <laughs> my day. Um, but I also, I grew up and I've always been a very outspoken, loud, uh, cheerful, charismatic person. I always like being the center of attention. I always liked having my photo taken. I always wanted to have my photos taken by my dad or my grandma or my mom or anything like that. But I never really thought a creative career or a career in the arts of any kind was really for me. It was always the message I was told was artists don't make money. You have to have a second job. You have to do something where you're guaranteed to make money. You have to have a college degree. You have to, you know, know a trade, something like that. Mm -hmm. Like career in the arts just wasn't profitable. You couldn't do what you want with your life and still have a career in the arts. So I really just didn't think that I ever would do anything like that, even though I always was a really creative person. I'm happiest when I'm creating something, whether it's painting or playing an instrument or modeling even is my art and or doing photography or anything like that. I never thought that that would be an option for me. Um, so I'm very surprised. And I think a lot of people are <laughs> that I am doing now what I do. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, I love what you said. I never thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now, like when you were younger, because I think there's so many young people that have this like plan in their head because that's what they've been told to create for themselves. And it's so exciting to know that it's like literally open to anything, you know, like anything could happen. Well, you know, even when I was teaching preschool, I didn't really like asking the kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because at that point, I didn't even know what I wanted to be (laughs) when I grew up. I was doing it because I love kids. I love working with children. They're so fun and so entertaining and so inspiring. But how is a three-year-old supposed to know what he wants to be when I don't know what I wanted to be at 25, (laughs) you know? So, and I just think that like, even if you have a certain dream and a goal of something that you want to do, and that's great. And goals are a wonderful thing to have and work towards, but those things can change. And like people can go through different stages in their life and doing different things and having different interests and exploring different avenues. You don't have to just pick one thing, stick to it. And that's what you're doing. Do you, so in your life, is it, was it like your parents when you were growing up or teachers or family or friends that, that kind of encouraged you that you could do different things? Or was it just you and your heart that knew that you were going to try a million things before you found the right one? Um, it was more kind of just me <laughs> that, that I just, I, I would try something and I would love it, but it just, it never felt right. It never felt like 
this is what I want to be doing for the rest of my life. I thought, this is fun, this is good, this pays the bills, but there was always just something missing. So, like, I... Like I said earlier, I get a little bored easily. So, like, I feel like once I've done all I can with something, then it's time for me to move on. And I'm so lucky now because I feel like my career, it's ever-evolving and Mm ever-changing. And my career last year was so much different than it was five years ago. And my career next year is going to be so much different than it is this year. It's always changing and growing. And I'm really happy in that. I was always sort of told, you know, you get a job you find a house, you go to work nine to five, you have your weekends off, you have your evenings off and you work your job so that you can enjoy your life. And that's, and that's all well and great. We all need jobs to pay the bills, but it's about more than that. It's also about finding your pleasures and finding what makes you happy and waking up and doing something that you love and that's making a difference in the world. And I just think that that's so important to really remember that, you really need to find something in your life that brings out your passions and brings out the joy in your life because going to a job just to pay the bills every day is no way to live your life. Agreed. That's no fun. <laughs> yeah, no fun. Did you know, like, a lot of a lot of young people come to me when I talk about follow your passion. They say, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I think there's, I mean, you you worked with young, young kids. So mm. do you have any advice for someone that's like, I'm not really passionate about anything, like how they could maybe find something that sparks them? You know, I was, I was like that too. I never really thought like that I was passionate about anything. I never really thought there was anything I was good at. I was always kind of like, yeah, there's things that I'm okay at and like, you know, but like never really like, yeah, never really sparking joy or passion. But I really think just trying new things, stepping out of your comfort zone, or just trying to think about the small things that you're good at. What are the things your friends ask you advice about? Do people ask you like, how do you do your makeup? Or like, where do you shop for clothes? Or can you play me that song on the guitar? Or can you cook me those cookies that you really like? Little tiny things like that. You never know what that's going to turn into. So just exploring your passions and learning more about yourself and the things that make you happy can open so many doors. That's such great advice. Um, And when you were a teenager in high school, did you ever struggle with self-esteem or anything? Like you said, you were always charismatic and friendly and outgoing, but was there ever times when you were like, "Hmm, I don't like this about myself or I really struggle with something? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think every everybody goes through that at some point in their life. Um, I definitely struggled with my body image, my self-esteem, especially in my teenage years. I've always been, I'm a considered a plus size model. I have always been a curvy person. Ever since I hit puberty, I was just instantly curvy. And I always thought that that was a bad thing. I've always been really tall. I was always taller than everyone in my class. And I was always thinking negatively about those things. I was always thinking, why can't I, you know, fit into the clothes that the other girls fit into? Why am I towering over all the boys in my class? (laughs) You know, all these things. But really, in the long run, those are the things that make me unique and different. And those are the things that have led me to where I am now. And those are our unique qualities are what make us so important and special and beautiful. Mm. And if we all look the same, how boring would that be? (laughs) Yeah, world of robots. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> so. 
that's interesting. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm almost six feet tall and 200 pounds too. I've got a lot yeah. of curves going on. I, I felt the exact same way as you. So I'm glad you said that because it's yeah. true. It's so funny. And now people are like, oh, you're so tall and gorgeous. I love it. And I'm just like, oh, that's rocks because I didn't. Totally. High school, Absolutely. Right? <laughs> people love it nowadays. But especially... Because I bet you're more confident in yourself, too, and that confidence shines through. I've definitely gotten more confident over the years, and the more confident I get, the more people respond to it. Mm. And I bet the change in, um, like, body image, like, I know Jennifer Lopez was kind of the first one that came on TV with the big hips and the big thighs. And then it's now the Kardashian, like, that's the, people are actually getting implants for to to have the curvy bodies and things like that. Did did you notice um, that your self-image changed as the the world kind of changed in image as well, or, or did that not really affect you? Absolutely. I actually remember saying to friends of mine, like, oh my God, have you seen Kim Kardashian? Like before people, like when she was just starting out, have you seen Kim Kardashian? Oh my God, look at her in that bathing suit. She looks amazing. She's rocking those curves. And I wanted to be like that. And the more Mm -hmm. I pushed myself out of my comfort zone to wear things that weren't necessarily seen as socially acceptable for somebody with my curves, Mm -hmm. but I just rocked them anyways because I loved how it looked and how it felt, the more I became confident in myself. Yeah. Totally awesome. Well, we do have to go to our first commercial break, everyone, but I know you'll stick around because Ruby's amazing. See you in a couple minutes. (laughs) The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Every day, we're surrounded by technical buzzwords and jargon that can go way over our heads. Now, there's a show that brings it all back down to earth. Tune in for today, Tomorrow's Technologies, with host Jose Negron. We'll not only explain the new technologies that are shaping our world, we'll give you the benefits and backstory of these technologies. Listen for T3 with Jose Negron, live every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All 
the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. We're here with Ruby Rocks. And if you want to follow along on her social media so you can learn more about her while uh, while we're chatting, um, it's at Ruby, R-U-B-Y, Rocks, R-O-X-X, Model, M-O-D-E-L. And that's for both Instagram and Facebook. And we will have that link in the bio to both of those as well. But if you wanted to follow along while you're listening to the live show, um, that's what it is, Ruby Rocks Model um, on Instagram and Facebook. And, um, yeah, so, uh, Ruby, it was interesting we were just before we went to the break, we were talking about how like the Kim Kardashian era is out there and all that. And so is that one of the things that inspired you to jump on social media with your message or what, what made you make that kind of transition? Cause I know Instagram, it's been around a while, but not that long in the grand scheme of things. Right. Yeah, so what that. made you jump on there? So how I started with social media really is, um, I had just started modeling. Um, I think it was 2011 that I just had started modeling, taking it more seriously. I just gotten my first like gig, technical gig, and uh, I was really loving doing it. I started doing a lot of pinup photography. I've always really loved like vintage era clothing and makeup, hair styling, that kind of thing. So I did a few like pinup cutesy photo shoots with some cute pinup dresses and stuff like that. Um, and then I was encouraged to, uh, join a pinup community. And so in pinup, everybody sort of has a different name or a stage name. So that's why my name is Ruby rocks. My actual name is Jen, but everybody just calls me Ruby or I answer to both really, depending on how you know me. Um, and so I started with that name. And the reason I started with that is because I wanted something that would be easily recognizable with my bright red hair. <laughs> so I went with Ruby Rocks because I just thought it rolled off the tongue and sounded good. I really have nothing more deeper than that <laughs> when it comes to my name. I just thought it sounded good. And uh, I started my Facebook page and up, I had already been modeling at that point, I guess, for about six months to a year. So I had quite a few photos and I, little known to me, I already had a bit of a following. So in the first... 24 hours of my Facebook page, I got 5,000 followers. Oh, wow. So I was just on Facebook for a while, and I really didn't actually want to go on Facebook at first because I had some disagreements with my parents on whether modeling was a good choice for me. They didn't want me to model. They didn't like the industry. They, uh, I also am not a very shy person. So I do really like wearing lingerie, swimwear, things like that. And my parents did not like that. (laughs) So I sort of kept my social media. I tried to keep it a bit of a secret for a while just because I didn't, we sort of had like a don't ask, don't tell situation with my parents uh, because they didn't like seeing the photos. It would upset them. But I also really found something that I really loved and was really passionate about. And with those photos, I was spreading a message and getting such positive feedback and my confidence was being boosted and I was meeting new people and finding my people. And I just didn't want to stop. And I had a really hard time with that because I have a really close relationship with my parents. And this was really 
one of the only things in our relationship that really tore us apart for a while mm. is their dislike of my chosen career. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have gotten much more accepting over the years. Uh, I try to only show them photos where I am fully clothed. <laughs> 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 I mean, and I understand that. Absolutely. That makes complete sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want to live my life and base my career on my parents' wishes. Mm-hmm. As much as I love them and respect them and thank them for all their help in my life and they've done so much for me and they are wonderful, wonderful parents, it's also my life. And I want to do what makes me happy and what brings me joy and pleasure. So I decided to keep my Facebook page and keep my Instagram. And the more I did it and the more I got out of it, the more my confidence grew, the less I needed my parents' approval or the approval of the people that didn't think I could do it. Mm-hmm. The less I needed that because I knew in my heart and in myself that I could do it. Yeah. So you were talking about people that don't approve. So I, I'd like to talk about the tough side of being a model on Instagram, yeah. especially a plus side model now, because there are like, like you mentioned, uh, the cyber bullies. What, what, what is a cyber bully and what are your thoughts on them? Because I, I mean, I have my own thoughts as well. <laughs> so, I have to deal with cyberbullies all the time. Um, At the very beginning of my career, it was really difficult to deal with them because I am a pretty sensitive person. I really, in my younger years, in my teens, in my early 20s, I cared what people thought about me. I really cared what people thought about me. I would not do things that would make me happy for fear of judgment from other people. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that that's, not the way to live my life. So, sorry, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> You're allowed to pause. It's all good. <laughs> um, so, sorry, I've got it now. <laughs> You're good. Um, so, with cyber bullies, um, putting myself online and posting photos of myself really um, I don't like saying brings on cyberbullies because I don't think posting anything online deserves cyberbullying like I don't think that's ever warranted or deserved by anybody no matter what you post online mm-hmm. you know like there is no excuse to treat people poorly and the thing about cyberbullies too is that things they say online They would never say that to you if they met you on the street. Mm -hmm. They're doing it because they're behind the computer screen, safe in their own little world, and somehow getting some sort of power or pleasure out of it. So by putting me down, they're somehow bringing themselves up. Mm -hmm. And what I really try to remember in those situations is if somebody says something terrible on one of my photos that I post on Instagram... That says a lot about them. Yeah. That doesn't say anything about me. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to read a comment calling me a fat cow, for example, and go, oh, you know, he's right. They're going to think that that guy's a jerk <laughs> for calling me a fat cow. Yeah. You know, like, it's just... So I really started to fight back. They always say, don't feed the trolls, <laughs> which yeah. is another lovely term for cyber bullies, but... <laughs> You know, in the end, 
I was getting it so much that it was to the point where it was affecting my mental health Mm -hmm. and I needed to do something about it. I needed to stand up for myself. And as it got, it did get easier with time to ignore them and to remember that it isn't about me when they say these things. It's about what they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. However, it does affect your mental health. And there was one instance about four years ago where uh, a project or a website popped up online and on Facebook called Project Harpoon. Ooh. And yeah, just the name in itself. Yeah. Very <laughs> interesting. Uh, and what they would do is they would take photos of plus size models and actresses and everyday people mm-hmm. and without their permission, Photoshop them down to appear to be size zero or like a Victoria's Secret model size. Mm-hmm. And then underneath would say things like, look how much more potential she has or isn't she so much prettier now things like that and they decided to use my photo as their profile photo and so I obviously had a huge issue with that not only was the photoshopping terrible it looked awful but they didn't have my permission that's a legal issue as well because copyright it's copyright infringement And I don't want to be seen as the face of a page that's promoting such hate and body inclusivity and, or, or, (laughs) and, you know, so I wrote a blog about it and it was called Dear Project Harpoon and it's on my website and I just told them why it wasn't okay. I referred to them, I talked right to them Mm -hmm. and I told them that people, they don't, you can't judge somebody's health or worth by their size somebody's worth has nothing to do with the how many pounds you weigh or the measurements of your waist or what bra size you wear your worth has nothing to do with that it's how you treat people and the things you give back to the world that's your worth and this website wasn't going to take my worth away by simply photoshopping one of my images So I wrote this blog, addressed it to them, posted it on my website, tagged them in it. And the next morning, I got a call from Good Morning America, who had read my blog and wanted to interview me the next morning. So I was really lucky in that situation because I was able to turn a terrible website and this negative thing that happened to me. I took my feelings, I wrote them down, I put them online, and I took that negative and I turned it into a positive. Mm-hmm. And I really just took that message of self-love and shoved it down everyone's throat. <laughs> <laughs> so necessary. <laughs> yes. And I felt that it was necessary. And the amount of love and positivity that I got back from that blog post and that story on Good Morning America mm-hmm. was unbelievable yeah and it just made everything I never looked at another cyberbully message or troll comment or anything like that ever the same way ever again yeah I just it's not about that yeah it's about taking their negative comments and turning it into a positive experience and turning it into a learning opportunity and hopefully the page got shut down eventually and I hope that these people still don't think that way that a woman's worth or a person's worth is based solely on their outer appearance and their waist size. Mm-hmm. 
hopefully. So I love that. I'm going to go read that article <laughs> right after we finish. Uh, we do have to get the commercial break, unfortunately, but I have many more questions to come in just a moment, everyone. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you. Yeah you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Streaming live. The leader in Internet Talk Radio. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I know you're enjoying this show with Ruby Rocks as much as I am, I hope. Um, I'm having a ton of fun listening to your story. You're, you're just fantastic. I love you. <laughs> I'm having so much fun being here. Oh, thank you so much. It's great. Um, I'm so glad you brought up the, like, we're able to talk about the cyber bullies and what you did. And uh, just because it's, I mean, so many people are afraid to stand up for themselves and speak out. So it's just so Absolutely. important. Do you, have you ever watched um, Monica Lewinsky's TED Talk on cyberbullying? I haven't, no. It, it, it put my mind in a completely different, and I suggest it to everyone because she got cyberbullied after everything that happened with Bill Clinton. But yeah. it wasn't social media really yet, but she got emails, thousands of emails. And her mom said that she basically didn't leave the house for 10 years and went into a deep depression because nobody ever said, oh, Bill, you horrible dog. But they did it all to her. And she's like, I was 22 and naive and fell in love with the president. Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. We all make mistakes. Yes. Yes, we do. Uh. <laughs> My list is longer than the encyclopedia. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. 
So, um, if you have, if so, so, if someone's out there is listening and and they're considering um, being a model or a spokesperson or an advocate or whatever for for online on social media or, or anyway, do you have any suggestions on how to start and, and what to be careful of when you're getting started online? Yeah. So one of the things I'm actually working on currently is a how-to guide, and it will be a PDF. Uh, download on my website. It's not up there quite yet, but I'm working on it this summer. And it's just, it's basically going to go into all that information on how to get started, um, what to do, safety tips, things like that. Um, I'm an open book when it comes to this, and I get asked all the time how to get started. What I would suggest is find something you're passionate about. Find your voice. Find your why. Why do you want to do this? Do you want to do this just to get famous or do you want to do this to like spread a message? Because there's a very different, there's different reasons for everybody. You can get famous for doing a lot of things, but doing the right thing and having a voice and spreading a good message and helping people is really what I wanted to do with my following. Um, I would start yeah by just write it down define why you're doing this so my big why is I really want people to love themselves I grew up not loving myself I grew up thinking I was fat thinking I was ugly thinking I was overweight and look at these roles nobody's ever gonna love me nobody's ever gonna think I'm attractive and that just simply isn't and never was true. And everybody is beautiful in their own ways and their own unique ways. And inner beauty is really what it's all about. Outer beauty, that stuff fades. It's it's all great and fine. But inner beauty is really where it's at. And inner beauty just shines out and makes everyone beautiful. So I would really work on your why. I would work on your voice getting your voice out there, telling people what you're passionate about, what you love in this world, what you want to change in this world. I talk a lot about my mental health online. I, I talk about a lot about my depression, my anxiety. If I'm having a really bad day, I put it in my stories because I get support back from the people that follow me. And in turn, they feel supported by me. And we've created this beautiful little community of love and support where I can just be honest about how I'm feeling and my followers can be honest with me. So I really think that that's important to have an honest, raw voice. Social media is so full of fake curated photos, full of Photoshop with filters and perfectly posed and timed everything. And social media is not real life. Just because somebody looks like they have it all together on social media does not mean that they do. My social media even is full of photos in full hair and makeup, beautiful outfits, perfect lighting. I'm not barely wearing any makeup right now and have my hair back. And I do not look like that on <laughs> in day-to-day life. So I really try to post in my stories, talk to my followers without makeup and just like sitting on my couch with drinking coffee with my dog because yes. I really want to portray an honest real person on social media not a fake profile if that makes sense absolutely um and and do you recommend that someone get started at a young age or do you think there's a a right time to kind of I know you said know your why before you start I think that's like the biggest thing for sure anything but is there like in terms of because social media is is I mean it's you have to you do have to protect yourself right do you have a an age or a time in your life when you think is ready um 
I would say, um, I don't know about age. It really depends on the specific person. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say you need to have a bit of a thick skin because you probably are going to deal with some cyber bullies. Mm-hmm. That's just the name of the game. So if you're a really sensitive person that's going to take all that to heart, you need to be prepared for that. So work on yourself, work on your mental health, work on your self-worth and make sure that you know that no matter what anybody says about you online, that you're confident in who you are and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, and that could be 16 for some people, that could be 25 for some people. So I don't know if there's a particular age Mm -hmm. necessarily, but I think it's really important to just prepare yourself and just be ready for those things online. Um, And remember that not everything is as it seems online. So Mm -hmm. There are a lot of scammers out there too. And, you know, even I have scammers that look like me that make fake profiles, messaging people, asking them to send them money, pretending to be me. So, you know, like you just have to be careful about things like that. And, uh, and the people that are commenting and messaging you, I just think it's safety is a really important part of that. If you are, I'd say probably like 16 or younger, I would have a parent on there. I know that no, no teenager wants to hear that. But, <laughs> you know, or not even just a parent, but an adult that you know and trust yeah. who can maybe moderate some, some messages or some comments because it can get really overwhelming yeah. dealing with everything that comes our, your way when you put yourself online. Absolutely. And being such a busy person and having, what is it, 2.3 million followers on Facebook and 500,000 on Instagram. How do you, when you do have those days where you struggle with depression and anxiety, how do you kind of pull yourself back in order to take care of that side of yourself at the same time? So I really try to take social media breaks um, or like just not read the comments, really. Sometimes I don't go on my Facebook page for days just because I'm not in a good space mentally and I don't want to look at the comments. (laughs) And I also have an assistant that will go through my Facebook comments for me and delete things. I have filters put on all my social media. So if somebody comments with specific words, which I can, you can imagine there's lots of words on that list that the comments, they don't show up and that person, the comment gets deleted right away. Oh, wow. So there are ways that you can go about keeping yourself a little bit protected from that. But sometimes it's just necessary to stay off social media. I use scheduling apps to schedule posts so that I don't have to constantly be on there posting and checking my updates and things like that. It's important to have boundaries with your social media so that you're not on there 24-7 because that's not good for your mental health either. Mm. And comparing yourself to other people that you see on social media, it is so hard not to do that when you're constantly on your phone looking at other people and their curated lives that they've put on Facebook. Yeah, it's that's yeah. I think that's awesome. Like because you, you treat it like a business, basically, where you schedule exactly. everything, and that way it doesn't control your life, right? Exactly. So important. I think. I think. I, I know. Even when I log in, sometimes and there's all these negative things that are on there. I'm like, ooh, that was that was bad for my mental health. Yeah, I found it even this morning. The first thing I did, and I try not to, but the first thing I did was check my Instagram, mm. and I don't even remember what it was now. But I saw a post, and it just like made me depressed right away. First thing in the morning, and that's not how I need to start my day. So like that's why I try not to check my social media first thing in the morning. I try to get up have my coffee, have a shower, 
maybe do some yoga and then check my emails and my social media. Yeah, totally. I, yeah, I, I, I always joked because I always try and watch a, a like a quick comedy clip on Instagram when I wake up. <laughs> That's a great idea. I yeah. love I mean, you giggle and it literally turns your whole body into like something happy and then your cells are buzzing with goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Or sometimes I'll listen to like an inspirational blog or a podcast or something, mm-hmm. you know, and like get my mind in the right space. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Totally. Totally. Well, I know you um, are coming out with some things over the next year. What's, what's kind of like on the horizon for you? So I am going to be taking a little bit of a step back from modeling. I still, I love modeling, but I've been doing it for a long time. I am 30, I'm 35 now. I just turned 35 last week. And uh, as much as I don't like to believe that modeling has an age restriction, because I think beauty comes in not only all shapes and sizes, but all ages as well. Mm -hmm. um, There definitely is less work, less and less work as I get older, Mm -hmm. but as I've said before, I do get bored easily. So I want to try new things Mm -hmm. and I want to have more creative endeavors and more creative experiences. So I am working on a couple books. Um, the PDF guide that I was mentioning earlier, that will be out hopefully sometime this summer. And then I'm also working on a poetry book of sorts with Jack Wilde publishing, which will be available on Amazon and in Indigo and Barnes and Noble. And, uh, that will be a collection of photos and inspirational stories, poems, stuff like that, that I've written to go along with the photos. And it's going to be really focused on body positivity, self-love, mental health, and all those things that I'm really passionate about. That's awesome. God, yeah, I love that. And I love that you're using your platform to pay it forward. Like you said, it's knowing, yeah. knowing why you want to do it. It's just so awesome. Some people, I think some people go their whole lives never knowing that. And, and they, I feel like they miss out on certain great things Absolutely. that could add. Absolutely. And you have so many things that you've done in your past and so many passions that you're involved in. It's, it's really cool. I think there's... I think some people, once they fall into a career, one career, they kind of give up on those. So I'm definitely, yeah. I definitely want to know a little bit more about how you balance all your passions, but we do have to go to our last commercial break in just a moment. But um, I just want to remind everyone, uh, your social media, it's it, on Instagram, it's Ruby Rocks Model. On Facebook, it's Ruby Rocks Model. The website is rubyrocksmodel.com and it's spelled R-U-B-Y-R-O-X-X. M-O-D-E-L. Um, so that's easy to find, but we'll also have it in the bio uh, on iTunes and everything when this goes out and gets edited by our lovely producer, A-Rod. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes with our last segment with Ruby Rocks, everyone. See you shortly. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-855. 
1-855-866-GENE. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are tuned in to teen wealth radio to join in the conversation send an email to brandy at global that's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. We only have about 10 minutes left with the fabulous Ruby Rocks. And I just want to say thank you, Ruby, again for coming on our show. You've been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. So great. I know there's young people out there like I was when I was younger going, oop, I can do that. Because yeah, you can. You can totally do it. Well, where do you see yourself in like 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Like, what would you like to see yourself doing at that time? I would just like to see myself um, being creative every day, every day creating something that I'm proud of and putting something out into the world that hopefully, even if it just reaches one person, will make a difference. Mm -hmm. Whether that's through continuing to model, whether it's doing photography of my own, whether it's writing, whether it's speaking at public events, whether it's talking to people one-on-one, teaching people one-on-one, I want. I just want to get my message out there and spread it out to as many people as I possibly could. I'd really love to maybe do some online courses, things like that, um, teach people about body positivity, try to get them feeling more confident about themselves and realizing the power that they have within themselves to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, you So with all those things said that you'd like to accomplish and you, you love laundry, art, music, the ocean, cooking, traveling, how do you maintain a healthy balance of all of those things (laughs) it's difficult (laughs) um I think the number one thing is having boundaries and when I say having boundaries I mean having boundaries with myself and my work and personal life and my friends and my family and my loved ones I work really really hard I work a lot I am constantly on my phone I am constantly on my computer To the point where I had to set a boundary with myself to say, okay, certain time of the day comes and you're not going on the computer again until tomorrow morning or you're not going on your phone again until tomorrow morning because 
you want to make that amazing new recipe tonight and you're not going to have time to do that if you're constantly looking at your phone Mm -hmm. or you want to go on vacation and see your friends and not be on your phone the entire time you're on vacation, which is a big challenge for me, (laughs) honestly, because I'm just so used to posting everything I do that when I go on vacation, I want to post everything I'm doing, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm supposed to be on vacation, not working. So You know, I just think having these boundaries set with myself really makes it a lot easier to make time for my family and make time to see my friends and do the things I'm passionate about and travel and cook and do all these things, spend time with my dog. And because work-life balance is so important as much as I love what I do and I'm so grateful to be able to do what I do every day I wouldn't be able to do that if it weren't for the support that I have from my family and my friends and if I didn't have a sound peace of mind going into it and in order to have that peace of mind you need to take time for yourself and self-care is so important every night I have a bath I try not to bring my phone into the bath. I try to listen to a podcast or listen to my favorite music that I love or talk to a friend on the phone or call my mom or something like that so that it's something that's, it's just my own personal time to do what I need to do and to check in on myself and how I'm doing. Mm. And I think that that's so important. Absolutely. And and how does your family help you balance that time too? You're married, right? You have a hubby? I am married. Yes, I've been married for three years now, nice. almost three years now. Mm-hmm. My husband is extremely supportive of everything I do, which I'm so grateful for. He uh, was the one who really told me to get into modeling in the first place. I was already modeling when I met him, but not seriously. I was just doing it for fun. He was really the one that inspired me to start my Facebook page and to do all those things. So he's really good about reminding me if he sees me on my phone late at night, he'll be like, hey, are you working? (laughs) And I'll be like, no. (laughs) Lies. (laughs) So he's great about that, but he's also extremely supportive, which... I'm so lucky to have found somebody that like, I can literally say, Hey, I I just got this offer to go to hop on a plane and go to California next week to shoot a lingerie catalog. Mm -hmm. And I've dated guys before that would not be okay with me hopping on a plane and going to shoot in lingerie. And my husband is just the most supportive. He will drive me to the airport. He will pack my bag for me. (laughs) Like he is the most supportive person I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm so lucky. That's awesome. It's not always that we find that in a partner. So that's so great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely helps. So if, 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 if there's a bunch of teenagers out there listening, do you have one piece of advice? It could be about anything that you've learned in your life that you think you'd like to share with young people who are maybe in high school or just coming out of high school and going into college and trying to figure things out in life. I think it would just be to not be so hard on yourself. Mm. I was so hard on myself growing up and Life isn't meant to be perfect. Life isn't meant to be a a steady stream of successes and wins. You're going to fail. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. Everybody does. But we can't learn unless we make those mistakes and grow from them. So I am not the person I am today without having made all the mistakes that I've made in my past. I learned so many things along the way. And as much as it sucks to go through hard times, you come out stronger and you come out 
more educated and you know yourself better mm-hmm. and just get to know yourself and stop caring so much about what everyone else thinks about you and start caring about what you think of you. Yeah. Are you happy with who you are? Are you happy with what you're doing? Because at the end of the day, you're your longest relationship in life and it's important to make yourself happy and love yourself is if you can't love yourself, nobody else is going to be able to love you either. I love that you just said that. You're your longest relationship. I never thought about that. (laughs) You're your longest relationship you're ever going to have, so you better take care of it. Oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. I love that. Now, now going back to what you said about your parents and and them kind of being like, whoa, when you started doing the whole modeling, especially laundry and all that. If there's parents listening, do you have any advice that you can give them if they're struggling with how to help their teen with their dreams, whatever it might be? I mean, I understand my parents' point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, like no dad wants to see his little girl wearing lingerie and putting it online. Like, yeah. I understand <laughs> that. But at the same time, like, I, like when you buy a bra, so for all the mums out there, when you buy a bra, for instance, do you want to see that bra on a hanger? Do you want to see it on a model? You want to see it on a model because you want to see how it fits and how it looks. Mm-hmm. And lingerie is beautiful and gorgeous and makes me feel great, but it isn't inherently sexual Mm -hmm. necessarily. For me, lingerie makes me feel good, not necessarily in a sexy way, but it makes me feel beautiful. I love how the lace feels on me. I love dressing up. It makes me feel girly and pretty and feminine. And I love the confidence boost I get from that. Mm -hmm. And so for the parents out there struggling, I know it's hard, but your kids are different people than you and what they find interesting and what they like and what they're comfortable with, you might not be. And that doesn't mean it's inherently wrong. Mm -hmm. Just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean that it's wrong for them. And I know it's hard, but acceptance and love is really the number one thing. Your kids are going to do what they're going to do anyways. And it's better to have your parents support and have them behind you than to not totally so you know if you need to talk to somebody talk to a counselor get an unbiased opinion both kids and parents or go to a family counselor because you know you're not going to agree with everything that your kids want to do in life but sometimes they need to do those things anyways yeah I think that was perfect. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for coming on our show. It's it's been fabulous. (laughs) It was much fun. I had such a blast. Well, I'm glad I Instagram stalked you because I just think you're fabulous and I'm so glad you said yes. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'd love to come back anytime. Oh, awesome. Well, we'll have you back whenever you have a message you want to share. You just give me a holler. We're good. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Sorry to cut you off. Um, so everyone, if you, um, I hope you follow uh, Ruby on Instagram and just um, keep letting her inspire you as she inspires me and everyone else that follows. And um, yeah, I know, I know I've learned a few things and I'm grown. So <laughs> I really appreciate it. And we'll see you all same time uh, next week on Team Wealth Radio. Have a good week. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.